Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome to the weekly Thursday morning edition of the Household Express, a program dedicated to all your homemaking needs. I am Sister Amara, joined by Chef Zakia Tagari, and we're delighted to be in your company up to 11 a.m. this morning. Assalamu alaikum, Zakia. How are you? Wa alaikum wassalam. Alhamdulillah. How are you, Afa? Alhamdulillah, and you well. Great to be back behind the mic this morning again. Last week I couldn't make it because my mommy had taken ill and had to be hospitalized. And please do remember her in your duas as well. And also, dearest listeners, I must ask you also, please, uh, there's a request for duas for Auntie Hava Surti. Auntie Hava Surti used to co-host with myself and Marhum Auntie Karicha Ibrahim. Auntie Hava has taken ill and is in hospital. Please remember her and her family in your duas also. May Allah grant her full shifa and complete recovery. Amin. And may Allah make it easy for all the Muslims of Turkey and Syria and worldwide who is going through uh, difficulties and you know, Mitra grant us all Afia Amin. Well, dearest listeners, let's look forward to in today's program and yesterday's lineup. First up, we have an interview with Chef Hamza. Thereafter, Chef Zakia shares with us ways, methods of making chutneys. And uh, with Ramadan basically weeks away, many sisters are busy preparing their Ramadan savouries, and chutneys is one of the um, dip that we also prepare for the Ramadan as well. And we're also talking about uh, different types of samosas as well. And today's question we're asking you is, what is the most unusual samosa you've ever tasted? And have you ever been to a cooking class? If so, what did you learn? And we also welcome any of your cooking or baking questions or concerns. Our WhatsApp number is 072-786-1548. While many of you follow or should follow Hamza the chef, his page will give you a taste of the life of a private chef. He is slowly becoming a household name within South Africa and today we are delighted to have some time with him despite his busy schedule and I'd like to welcome Chef Hamza to the areas of Radio Islam. Assalamu alaikum Chef Hamza, how are you? Alhamdulillah alaikum and thanks for welcoming me on the radio. Jazakallah certainly a pleasure Chef. Okay. Chef Hamza, where did your love for food and cooking all start from? Okay, yeah, so it began back in the days. My mother and my auntie, they used to have a restaurant in Malawi, because I'm originally from Malawi. So, yeah, growing uh, in, in the home like that, then I could see them getting these every day. But, but I was still young. Then when I got to South Africa, that's when I started learning how to cook from the scratch because... Even the cookings were not the same as what we do back there. Uh, yeah, more like Indian cooking when I started learning solely from there. Mm, Alhamdulillah. And I'm sure you must be loving the Indian cooking here in South Africa. Yes, yes, it's amazing. Yeah, I, I do enjoy because there's a lot of varieties and the taste and, and all the spicing is amazing. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Now, Chef Hamza, what made you pursue a career in the culinary world? Okay, yeah. so when I got first time in the country, then I knew zero, nothing. I never knew, not one spice. Then uh, you had to learn uh, how to make savories, like the entire Ramadan delight by Hafsa. If you, most of you know that she's in Crosby, uh, that side of Mayfair Waste. So I worked there for a couple of years, and I learned how to do the pastries and all the Ramadan delight. So since then, I fell in love with cooking. Then I never stopped being around the kitchen, so every day... 
slowly are start picking up the recipes and I ended up now being all the main dishes and and the proper meals. Now, Chef, what is the role of a private chef and what advice do you have for young students who are looking to join the culinary world? Yeah, especially now my role, I cover a lot and I'm um, doing a lot of functions and weddings and walimas and parties and birthdays. So groups are going out to all the different places. I accompany them to the resort. And I and, and I help them with their breakfast, lunch, supper, and everything, bringing the between. So as a private chef, my role is like uh, I do a lot of shopping uh, for the group and the, the menu planning and the preparing and cooking the meals so that the guests can enjoy it as well. Mm-hmm. And do you have helpers to assist you when you need to cook for a walima function or a wedding function or just an yes. ordinary function? Yes, I've got a team. you got a team that works with you. So I lead the team. Yeah, so with the team, then I lead the team, then we make sure the food is proper and uh, everyone is happy because uh, recently I've been doing a lot of weddings. I had a wedding last week, I'm having another wedding coming. So I've been doing a lot of weddings and I'm happy because... Every time I'm getting uh, good feedbacks and it makes me happy because, you know, uh, the food is like the main thing when it comes to the wedding and you can't slow up on that one. Alhamdulillah. So, yeah, alhamdulillah. With the, yeah, so, so with the youngsters who want to become chefs or so, I think, yeah, the best way is to concentrate and focus and be patient because, like, for me, I have to be making so many dishes like that. It took me it took me a while until today I still learn and pick up new recipes because it doesn't stop, it doesn't come to an end. So there's a lot of time you need to put and focus and uh and be patient. Then you, yeah, out of that then you get good results yeah, afterwards, yeah. Mm-hmm. Chef Hamza, what are some of the food trends for twenty twenty three for this year? Yeah, for this year, a lot of uh, functions have been doing and the groups have been going with. They're enjoying the seafood. They've been doing a lot of prawns and fish. And also, uh, Portuguese chicken has been a hit. Uh, every home I went, they asked for the Portuguese chicken or seafood. Mm-hmm. So for me, I would say the seafood because every single week I have to do seafood. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they've yes. been enjoying it because the way I do it, I uh, got different flavors. I got uh, the peri-peri flavor, I got lemon butter, I got garlic butter. So with all the varieties of the seafood, people, they, they enjoy it and they lick in their fingers because I make it in a different way from uh, the other the other prawns or seafood that you tasted before. Lovely, yes. So you've basically taken, you take prawns to a new level, you've taken fish to a highly new level, different sources, yes, different yes, spices. Like that, yeah. Likewise with chicken, yes. like a Mozambican chicken, a Portuguese, you've taken it to yes. basically another level as well. Exactly, yeah. Because mm-hmm. people, they get tired of the same, uh, the yes, same taste yes. and the same recipe. So every time they want to change, they want to see what is out there. So I try to yeah, practice and see what sources will work with this and what sources will work with this. So that way, and then I, I also learn and watch other big, big chefs and get ideas because then the learning doesn't come to an end. 
Mm-hmm. You know, Chef, I liked your, your video of curry kitchen yesterday. I think you've taken curry kitchen oh. to another level. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, curry kitchen also is a hit. Uh, everyone who, who, who eats my curry kitchen, they say it's like garden. They ask me how I make it, and I tell them, no, look, but me, you're the Indian, I should be learning for me. So, Alhamdulillah, that makes me happy because they actually ask me how I made it. But it's very wish I learned it. So it makes me feel excited. So, so yeah, yesterday while I was I was doing live, Fatima came. Then she asked me and she told me the new names. I never knew about Karikiri KK. She called KK. So it was funny. Then yeah, I made all the size. They said the size are family or friends. So we were talking alfly. Pumpkin, we're talking the budgie, so yeah, if you saw the picture, yeah, it was exciting. A lot of people they enjoy my culture, alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah, yes. Now, Chef, as we heading yes. into Ramadan in a month's time, inshallah, we must ask you what some, what are some of your of your Ramadan favorite treats? Yeah, for myself, I would say uh, prawn mousse and cheese samosas. And uh, every home we go to feel favorites now with my brothers and the team, uh, you have to make samosas and you have to make half moons. Yeah, so I would say my favorite will be the, yeah, the cheese samosas and half moons. But every home now, they like all the different things and you just have to make it like jalapeno samosas also. is going, then you got Mexican chicken legs, then you got the mandos, then with the pillows, you call them takiyas, right? Then, yeah, all that... It's been going depending on the home, but myself, I go for cheese samosas and the, and the prawn moons. Cheese samosas, yes, I think it's everyone's favorite mm-hmm. as well. Yes, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And you do get a different types of samosas. In fact, we're going to speak about it later on in the program. Yeah, whole well, lot, whole well, lot. Different yeah, types of samosas yeah, as mouth. well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just yesterday, I was at Mayfair. We did, I think, about six or seventy dozens. Then we had the jalapeno, we had chicken mash, we had steak, all the different, also Pakistan samosas, you know, like the big sized ones, yeah. Mm-hmm. Make yes. all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Chef, please, I, you, know, you sent me such a lovely recipe, and I'm sure most of the listeners are going to be looking forward to this recipe. It's called a papa roti recipe. So please go ahead and share it with the listeners, Chef. Yes, yeah, papa roti is a hit. I've been making it for a while. Every function I try to go, then they 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 like to have it after the meal, like the dessert for the kid, because it's sweet. Go with a coffee or tea after your function. So, for those who know, they follow my page, they see it a lot. I don't do function without papa roti. I have to make papa roti. It's like the demand. So... Yeah, so the, basically it's three cups flour. Mm-hmm. I make it like just a normal magic, you know, the yeast dough that we always make for daily uh, things. So three cups flour. Mm-hmm. Uh, I add your one packet yeast. Mm-hmm. Then I put, uh, I, I get, I take a quarter pound butter, then two cups of milk, mm-hmm. one cup of warm water, mm-hmm. pinch of salt, get sugar, four tablespoons. And a little bit of oil just to rub as you're punching it and for the surface where you're going to be punching your dough. Mm-hmm. Then you cut your butter into blocks. Then you must have Nutella to garnish it, to save it. So what I do after I make my yeast dough, you know how to make yeast dough. You dissolve your butter mm-hmm. in the warm water. And I'm going to add my milk there, two cups. Then I'll add it to all the dry ingredients. So dry ingredients, you're talking the flour, the yeast, the sugar, the, the pinch of salt. 
then you form your dough as usual. Let it to rise for one hour. Then after it rises for one hour, then just like how you make chicken buns, you know, you take the filling and yes, you put it yes. inside. Mm-hmm. Then you pinch it, you close it for Ramadan favorite. Yes, I do the yes, same, yes. but I'm not putting the chicken. We put in the block of butter inside. And I'm pinching it around like a bowl. I put in the tray. I give it a little time or so to rise again, maybe 15, 20 minutes, so it can be fluffy, you know. You, you don't rush to bake it, then your dough is going to be heavy. Okay. What you do is mm-hmm. you give it time, it must rise, then it becomes fluffy and soft. Then, before I bake it, so while it's rising, I'll take a mix of the, the icing. The icing we're talking, the icing sugar, safe flour, butter, coffee, eggs, and hot water. So icing sugar, I take half cup. Then I take safe half cup. Mm-hmm. Then I take one egg I put inside, then I beat it. You know, you're making icing like I usually make icing. When it's smooth and it combines nicely, it will be a little bit dry, it will be a little bit hard. So what you do, you take your coffee, I mean, yeah, your coffee, mm-hmm. yeah, like a quarter cup, mm-hmm. and you take hot water, also quarter cup. You, mm-hmm. you dissolve it on the side, then you're going to pour in your icing. Now your icing is going to become soft. It's going to become soft, then... You beat it again, then you'll be able to play around with it if you have a knife or something. Then if you got a piping bag, you put the piping bag, then it drives around the, the, the bands that you made. It must be fully coated so that when you break it, you coat it nicely, then you don't leave gaps around it. So the secret is the icing, once you break it, the icing becomes crispy. Mm. It dries on it nicely. Then inside your bands is soft because you remember you put butter inside, and it rises nicely. You must give it time to rise. Yeah, so once it comes out, then that's where now I melt my Nutella. You can be in the microwave or something. Okay. Or chocolate. If you don't have Nutella, you can use chocolate as option. Then you melt it. Then now you uh, you dust some icing sugar on the bun. Mm-hmm. And now I'm, I'm putting the Nutella in the piping plastic or something. Then you just drizzle, make your pattern whichever you like. On it, then you can put if you want pistachios or pecan or almond nuts, whatever you think is going to make it look fancy for your guests and your in laws. Maybe 100,000 sweets, maybe, maybe you put some uh, chocolate on top of it as well. Yeah, then you're ready to save it. Uh, it goes well with ice cream, you can do vanilla if you want next week. So, eating, then you mix into ice cream, then you got your cup of tea or masala tea. I, uh, I usually make karak tea. Mm-hmm. Some rainbow milk and and, uh, and all the ideal milk, you boil it nicely on low on low heat. Mm-hmm. Then when the people are done with their function, this one goes like like your hot cake. Never go wrong with papa root. Okay, lovely, lovely, absolutely yeah. lovely, Chef Hamza. Yeah. Yes, Chef Hamza. Jazakallah yeah. for joining us on the program today, Chef Hamza. Absolutely delighted to have you on the show. And please share with us your Instagram account for the listeners. And I'm sure they're all looking forward to listening to the interview and podcast again and going on to your other recipe as well. So please share with us your Instagram account. Okay, my Instagram account is Hamza the Chef. Oh. But you're going to put underscore in between. So it's Hamza underscore Z underscore Chef. Chizakalo, so hey, Chef Hamza. On Twitter. And also, yeah, my WhatsApp numbers are there on the bio. Then that's how you're going to find me. 
Yes, Jazakallah. Chef Amazon, we wish you all the best for the Ramadan, accept all your du'as, and also much grant you success and barakah in all your cooking endeavors as well. Jazakallah, Chef Hamza. Assalamu alaikum. Well, that was Chef Hamza. You can follow Chef Hamza on at Hamza, H-A-M-Z-A-H underscore the T-H-E underscore Chef C-H-E-F. I'm going to repeat it again. You can follow Chef Hamza on Instagram. That's at at um, Hamza, H-A-M-Z-A-H underscore T-H-E underscore C-H-F. C-H-E-F, that's Chef Hamza. Well, delighted to have Chef Hamza on the program. And he took out some time of his very busy schedule to chat to us today. Well, later on in the program, we're sharing with you a red pepper chutney as well. Since we're talking about chutneys. And the question we're asking you is, what is the most unusual samosa you've ever tasted? And have you ever been to a cooking class? If so, what did you learn? We welcome any of your cooking or baking questions or concerns. Zero seven two seven eight six fifteen forty eight. Coming up after the break, we're talking chutneys with Chef Sakiatakari. Stay tuned. Assalamu alaikum and welcome back. Assalamu alaikum and welcome back, Sakya. Wa What a lovely interview with uh, Chef Hamza. I think he's really went all out. He's actually from Malawi and he started cooking there and he came to South Africa and he started cooking up a storm here in South Africa, laying the proper Indian cooking. I think he worked for one of the, the bakeries as well. And that's uh, how he learned from where to where. Uh, for me, the the thing that blows me uh, in my mind is, you know, like he comes from a total different cuisine background. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. But the way he has mastered our traditional Gujarati Indian food yes. is mm-hmm. amazing. Mm-hmm. So it shows that uh, nothing's impossible. Absolutely, yes. Well, listeners, we're talking about um, chutneys as well. And you also welcome any of your ba- cooking or baking questions or concerns. 072 uh, What is the most unusual samosa you've ever tasted? Have you been to a cooking class? If so, what did you learn? 072 Now, lots of people uh, make uh, chutneys for Ramadan. Each one has, each family and each family member has their own special um, chutneys that they want to have in the month of Ramadan. Like there's so many different types of chutneys. There's peanut chutney, there's date and nut chutney. Sorry, date and um, the, the kajur chutney. Then you get the green chutney. Then you get the apricot chutney. You get the amli chutney. You get the red chutney. There's just so many, many chutneys. Like, um, And I think uh, chutneys also um, has been origin- originating from India. It's basically a condiment that originates from India. It does. Um, so, actually, it doesn't originate from India. The Indian version of it is um, originates from India. Chutney is actually a British invented product. Um, well, obviously, you know, Indians take everything and we, we, we perfect it and we, we add our twist to it and we spice it up and things like that. But actually, chutney comes from, um, like in South Africa, when you say chutney, people think of your, um, you know, your famous uh, fruit, apple fruit chutney, yes. um, which consists of real fruit. So chutney was actually invented by the British where they tried to preserve um, the autumn fruits. And that's how uh, the chutneys was, um, I should say, invented. Whereas 
all we've done is we've taken it from that and we've ma- we've taken that concept and we've um, evolved it and what we've done with it also is we've turned it into a smooth blend mm. no more chunky blend Mm-mm. so that's the only difference but yes um it's uh, something that we've uh, twisted but uh, actually not originated from india actually originates from british cuisine Mm-hmm. Yes. So I think the way we've uh, taken chutney to another level now, um, I'm going to say this, we're using basically tomato sauce as our base. Yes. <laughs> what I'm saying that is, because in the tomato sauce, we're grinding fresh red, I mean, not with tomato sauce, we're taking our fresh red chilies, we're soaking it up, we're liquidizing the vinegar, adding tomato sauce to it, and then putting something else to it, and then making up a chutney, or soaking amli, that's your amli chutney. Then we're taking... Um, uh, basically, armly soaking it up, putting it tomato sauce that way. Then we're taking our green dania, our mint, our um, um, salt, garlic, uh, whole jiru, putting that as uh, green chilies into our green chutney. Then we've taken green chutney to another level again. Yes. We've taken green chutney, we're adding some kajur uh, to it, kajur chutney. Then we're taking it, putting uh, peanuts in there. Then like we were talking just um, off air earlier on before yes. the show, we were talking about adding peanuts. Then I think we've seen a video of films doing the adding peanut butter yes. to the green chutney. And... You know, there's so much of different ways. And people even put some apricot jam into the chutney as well. So we've taken chutney to another level. People have making up, creating their own chutney recipes as well. And I think that's so, uh, that's, that's the creativity part of chutneys where everyone's been adding their own variations. But like you said, it has a base of your tomato sauce. Or now we, um, instead of, so I think the older generation had more your base of tomato sauce. But uh, more moving uh, into your new types of recipes, they also using uh, mayonnaise as a base. Mayonnaise as a base? Yes. Yes, yes. But also using the mayonnaise in tomato sauce, it also works as your preservative. Mm-hmm. So because you're using it as a preservative, I know it has a very long uh, shelf life. So if you're making your chutney with all these items like mayonnaise in it, vinegar in it, tomato sauce in it, and you keep it in your fridge, um, I know people say that they make enough chutney at the start of Ramadan to last them till the next Ramadan. Mm. So it can last in your fridge up to a year. And then you can also freeze your chutneys so that it can last you even over a year. Or you can freeze chutneys. I haven't frozen chutneys. So if you freeze your chutney, it... um, So I've actually frozen a red chutney which has a tomato sauce base to it. Uh. So all I find is that when it comes out of the freezer, it's a little bit... um, It's not smooth anymore. So all you do is you just liquidize it and it's again a perfectly smooth chutney. Mm -hmm. And yeah... And we're eating all other different sauces to our chutneys. Like I said, we're using tomato sauce as a base. And we're putting like Mrs. Paul's chutney or chili sauce, different chili sauces. We're going into another level and we're making avocado with tull and mustard seeds and garlic and jiru and curry leaves. I think curry leaves is a must in chutney as well. I think, mm. um, you know, like you're just saying, we're making our avocado. That's what we keep it, uh, that's what we do to keep it authentic, to call it a, a, a chutney. A chutney, yeah. And then we just go in. Um, very uh, creative because like you were saying also um, you know um, in films 
green uh, peanut butter chutney she eats in fresh green apple Mm-hmm. you know and that's nice it's it's different incorporations of different flavors in uh, combinations and it turns out very tasty so in place of uh, i suppose the old fashioned way of making a green peanut chutney trying out now the green apple with the peanut butter in place of peanuts you know also it's different it gives it a whole different level but it still has those kind of authentic uh, bases mm-hmm. so yeah okay and um also you know um another thing is with uh, chutneys if you're making a chutney do you have to make it in a special type of a pot like a thick base pot an enamel pot a stainless steel pot I'm going like the old school of thought now. If you're making another type of a chutney, it has to be made in an enamel pot because of the vinegar. You look at all those type of things, you know. So, going old, um, old authentic way would be a, a, um, a, um, what would you call it? A, a thick uh, bottom pot. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, uh, where it has a thick bottom. But in today's times, you know, we have such a variety of uh, lovely new invention uh, cookware, such as your AMC, your NMC, your Bowers, your nonsticks, your figs, your olives, your Turkish pots, um, which most of them are nonstick pots, which is so lovely. So in today's times, it's not such a stress, but yes, if you like to still do things the old school and authentic way, the old thick uh, bottom um, um, the pillow pots mm. would be ideal. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Uh, let's go to our WhatsApp um, questions and feedback from the listeners. Okay. Uh, sister, let me just go back onto that. Mm, the sister says that uh, she makes her own. We're talking about samosas, you know. Uh, she makes cheese samosa. So she sent me two recipes in the potato samosa. So I took a pic from our tablet. And inshallah, I'm going to ask Faiza to put it onto the website. And uh, she makes this lovely samosa. I think the auntie's from overseas because she's got a, 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 a number here. And then another sister says that um, she actually uses. Um, she says, Salams, I found adding Suhana ready spices to our meals really enhance and give the food a more restaurant taste. I use all the korma mixes to biryani, all added to existing spices. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it's nice to have buy these type of spices. And you don't have to use a whole packet. You just use a teaspoon. Is that very true? Uh, if the sister can please share with us where she finding the the not normal range of the Suhana because as far as I've I've only come across like your normal Danajiru, your Araj, your chili powder, etc. I haven't found Korma mix, etc. through the Suhana brand. Mm, I'll tell you where you gave from after the program. Inshallah. <laughs> I, want say, I want to be advertising for Fredo on that, all right? Okay. okay. Um, this one says, can all red chutneys be frozen? So, so, so all chutneys, red or green, date, um, your amli, your mirbos, all chutneys can be frozen. And like I've mentioned, when it comes out of the freezer, you can just liquidize it to give it that uh, lovely smooth consistency again. Because I think, obviously, because of the f- uh, freezing, it uh, for some for some reason, after it defrosts, it still has that kind of like a slushy texture. 
if you understand what I mean. Like, you know, when you're mm-hmm. having a slush puppy and this, um, you're drinking it uh, or you're eating the slush puppy, that texture it has. Uh, once your chutney defrosts, although it's defrosted, it has that texture for some reason, but the taste is there. And all you have to do is you just have to liquidize it and it's smooth again and it's creamy and everything. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if anyone wants to know, please do a show or more info on cast and pots and how to use, which quality to buy to circular. So usually in our coming program, we definitely will do a program for that. To circular for sharing that. Then this one says, um, okay, Assalamu alaikum. So when I lived in Cape Town, I went to cooking classes quite often. My first lesson was prawns, acne, mango mousse. We also learned how to make a Portuguese chicken, creamy steak, prawn chart and bolas. I was really enjoying it until COVID came along and brought everything to a stop. Unfortunately, our teacher, Shahima Bandakar, also passed away due to COVID. May I grant her genital fetus, Amin. Jazakala for a lovely program. Yes, um... It's sad, you know, because when COVID came, so we, we've lost so many of our loved ones. Like Maruma, Auntie Kareja Ibrahim, who used to co-host with me. And we've learned so much from her. And she used to also give cooking classes years back then, you know. And I think most of the listeners also learned so much from Maruma, Auntie Kareja Ibrahim. Like I said earlier on, please do remember Auntie Hava, who used to also co-host with me on the program. Um, Auntie Hava has taken ill and she has to be, had to be hospitalized yesterday. So please remember her in your du'a for full shifa and complete recovery Amin. Mm-hmm. well let's go for a very short break now when we come back we're talking about um samosas with a difference and also we're going to share with you a recipe a red pepper chutney recipe so stay tuned so actually that's something that we wanted to talk about yes. because i happened to share a video about it uh-huh, yes, yes. and um I've noticed that a lot of people, especially overseas, are making the samosas using spring roll pastry because nice, um, good quality, thin uh, layers of pur is not available. So people are using samosa, uh, I mean uh, spring roll pastry, and it's uh, working out a little bit more affordable for people, you know. So... um, I know a friend of mine actually takes her, no, uh, she buys the big sheets of the spring roll pastry and then she cuts it into strips like normal samosa yes. par. But what we found uh, the other day was something very interesting where someone took the, the spring roll pastry and they cut it in the middle. So it still wasn't a rectangle, it, was, um, it wasn't actually uh, a shape and what they did was they folded the square in half and then they um, further folded the the middle in to get it into a rectangle and then folded the samosa. Um, inshallah, I'll try and find the video again and we can share it on our Instagram pages. Uh, Appa can also share it yes, for the yes, listeners. Please, yes. uh, it's something different. It's a new idea. It's, 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 it's just something innovative. Okay. And well, uh, dearest listeners, the, all the recipes are on the Radio Islam website. Uh, go to radioislam.co.za. Faiz has already uploaded all the recipes. If you don't have access to internet, then you can call 
Christopher Isa on zero double one eight five four seven zero double two. She will clearly assist you. And uh, Chef Hamza's recipes is on his um, Instagram page. You can follow him on at Hamza the Chef. It's also on my Instagram page Amara underscore Mula. It's on Chef Zakia's as well at Zex underscore Sweetbake as well. Okay, let's go to um, okay. So Musa's with a difference, you know. I last year sometime I I, went, I was invited to Awalima, so I tasted uh, um, samosas, which I really enjoyed. I'm definitely going to make it for Ramadan. It's called a sweet samosa. It was served, you know, when they bring the starters in, soji in as a starter, and they had many bite-sized samosas on top of the soji, layered on top of the soji. And I took the samosas, I put it, I said, oh, it's a lovely sweet samosa. It had a coconut filling in there. It had coconut, it had nuts, it had dates. But it was like, just so tasty. So, actually, what you're saying reminds me of, you know, uh, the coconut, uh, the coconut nut uh, tart filling. Tart filling. Maybe you can use that same, same filling, filling yes. into the samosa. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you get the... Um, uh, pizza samosas, you get the Punjabi samosas. Then I seen earlier on, Mama taught me well, Sister Rohana Ibrahim, had a crumb steak and mozzarella samosas as well. I seen it on her page as well. Then also, um, you can follow Mama taught me well on her Instagram page, she had a butter pastry samosa. Yes, I seen that and I found that very unique. Mm-hmm. Very unique, yes. Very different, you know. And uh, something a bit different. Uh, for, for 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 the Ramadan as well. Yes. But I think the only challenge you're going to have is a load churning. But a little I know, no space. Lamp can't us Afyan. Make it easy for us. Maybe the listeners can um, send in or maybe uh, DM us on our Instagram pages and share with us ideas that we can maybe share on the programs going forward closer to Ramadan. How to um, store your savouries warm. Um, due to load sharing to keep them nice and warm and crispy still for iftar. Yes, we'd love to hear from you. You can assist us with that. This one says, love your show, Jazakallah. I made a potato and feta samosa last year. Alhamdulillah, my family enjoyed it. I make the sweet samosas and serve it with golden syrup, sizzled over and nuts. Mm, that sounds lovely. And I think if you're making the, the feta samosas, you have to fry it and make it hot. Have it hot. So just before iftar, you fry it. Even cheese samosas. Yes. But again, the challenge comes in here is the, 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 the low chilling. So you need to work around that. You're going to guess, Avan? Alhamdulillah. Uh, I, I agree if you have a gas oven or a gas stove, but also it still becomes very challenging because there's only so much things you can put on uh, at one time on a stove, etc. So do let us, uh, do share with us your ideas of um, how you can keep your savouries warm or uh, that the listeners can benefit to help assist for those who don't have gas ovens and gas stoves. Okay. Um, my Instagram page is Amara underscore Mullah and Chef Zakia yours is? Mine is Zach's underscore Sweetbake, so it's just Z-A-K-S underscore Sweetbake. Okay, and then at Chef uh, Hamza is at Hamza, H-A-M-Z-A-H underscore T-H-E underscore C-H-E-F. 
And okay, let's go on to the another recipe. It's uh, a red pepper chutney recipe. So this is also from Marhuma and Grechai Prime. You take four red peppers chopped, four red peppers chopped, uh, four tablespoons fine red chilies, four tablespoons fine red chilies, two tablespoons methi masala, two tablespoons methi masala, three quarter cup vinegar, three quarter cup vinegar. Then one teaspoon salt, one teaspoon salt, two tablespoons mazina, that's your corn flour, two tablespoons mazina, that's your corn flour, one cup fresh lemon juice, one cup fresh lemon juice. So for the ingredients for the red pepper chutney is four red peppers chopped, four tablespoons fine red chilies, two tablespoons methi masala, three quarter cup vinegar, a teaspoon of salt, Two tablespoons of mazina, the your corn flour, and one cup of fresh lemon juice. Now you soak your red peppers, your chilies, your methi masala and salt in the vinegar for one hour. Stir the corn flour and lemon juice together in a pot over medium heat until fairly thick. Then place all the ingredients together in a blender and blend until smooth. A very nice chutney this is as well. Go back to our WhatsApp. This one says, My late mom used to make a sweet coconut samosa. After frying it, it lasted a few days. I know the, 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 the older generation used to actually make the varki samosa with the same filling as well. Yes, and that recipe you can find in the Orange Indian Delights. Oh, uh, yes, 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 yes. Okay. Then, um, I want to share a tip with the listeners. You know, if you, uh, now with the load sharing, we want to keep a bit of uh, crushed green chilies in the fridge, and you find it's going off very quickly due to the load sharing. So what you can do is put a bit of olive oil in your crushed green chilies, and you can just use from there. It won't go off. Then to keep putting in the freezer and taking out, putting in the freezer and taking out all the time. Okay, and um, so what I do is I actually and I add this to all my all my crushed um, spices is fresh lemon juice and salt. It preserves color as well as uh, not going off, and okay. it keeps it bright. All right. Um, okay, this one says making dua for antihava. I use egg brush lay flour. I use egg. And I brush the lay flour paste to paste my samosa. Works well. Neat samosas. Okay. Jazakala for sharing that, sister. Uh, the sister says, when making traditional green chutney, how do I grind it smooth without adding too much water? Hubby doesn't like it too much, too much lemon juice or vinegar. So, obviously, the longer you blitz it, um the smoother it will come and then you can run it through a surf mm. to take out the, the coarse pieces and then regrind that maybe. So, yeah. Because if you're going to liquidize it, you're definitely going to need that liquid in there. Yeah. To get it into a nice So you place. use your normal uh, quantity of your, your vinegar or your lemon juice, etc. Uh, but then run it through a surf so that it doesn't have that coarse pieces through it. And I must say, you know, uh, chutneys uh, has lots of baraka. Yes. 
So I think we always big hearted. So um, we love to share and we always fill up a small bottle, put a ribbon around it, put a note of it and send to family and friends for Ramadan. And I think that's, uh, you know, um, it's something different because uh, it's not something different. It's something that's commonly done, but it's also, it adds a variety because um, everybody sends everybody kajur. But you don't get to eat everybody's kajur finish in Ramadan. Yes. But you do get to, to, uh, to use a variety of the chutneys on the table. So it's such a good way of earning reward. Okay. Uh, the sister says, enjoying the program, I want to buy a wonder bag. I wanted to know what do I need to know are the different kinds. So sorry, it's not your topic. We really like some advice. Yes, sister, you're giving us another idea to talk about the wonder bag as well. So another thing to talk about is for the month of Ramadan, inshallah. So inshallah, in our coming programs, we will be talking about the wonder bag as well. Jazakallah for that, sister. Okay, uh, and let's go back to our WhatsApp. This one says, two liters green grounded chili score salt, about half a cup mixed freeze. Don't eat salt in food. Freeze it. It stays nice and soft. Okay, so for two liters green grounded chilies, you add in about a f- half a cup of salt, coarse salt, and then you mix it together. You don't add salt in your food. And it stay, and you can freeze it, it stays soft. Okay. That's different. That's a different one. Maybe she's using the salt as a, like a preservative for her green chilies as well. Uh, but besides that, also the... So it's staying soft because the, the salt is drawing the moisture out of the chilies. But what I like is that the sister is saying that we do not need to then add extra salt to our meals. Our meals, absolutely, yes. Absolutely, yes. Mm-hmm. And then again, uh, like you, uh, some people, like I, I said, I put a bit of olive oil in there as well. Okay, and then another quick question is before we actually wrap up today's program, um, if you're using some uh, spring roll pastry for samosas, would you find your samosas become more crispier? I find it more crispier, and also it has that lovely uh, crunch when you when you when you bite into it. You know, uh, with um, with a pearl, it's like a lucky packet which is becoming like the pie dough, the, that's the big conversation yes, nowadays. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, the price of pie dough, mm. is the pie dough going to rise or is it going to flop? Because a lot of people mm. had that issues last year. Mm. Uh, currently with your per as well, it's some form of a lucky packet when you buy in per because uh, the ready-made ones that are frozen, you buy them, some of them have much more broken uh, per in the packet than whole per that you can use so you hardly have due to the load shedding Mm -hmm. and then also it's either stuck together or it's too thin or it's too thick um but yes spring rolls uh spring roll paste is actually a good alternative in the current situations okay uh, this one says which tower to buy for making roti my tower is too thin okay another good program to talk about in our coming weeks as well Okay, so inshallah, we're looking at that. Maybe next week we can talk about the towers, the cast iron pots. We can make it a whole program, and then the week after we can talk about the wonder bag as well. And well, that's where we actually leave it for today, uh, dear listeners. We've come to the end of a lovely, informative program, and um, Jazakallah to our 
our producer Mumtaz for getting all the lovely guests as well. Jazakallah to our guest chef Hamza as well for giving us such a lovely interview. Jazakallah to you uh, Zakia as well. And inshallah back with you next week for a lovely informative program. If Allah Ta'ala wills to remember all the sick and in our du'as, all the marhumin and all our uh, the Muslims of Turkey and Syria and all over the world who are experiencing challenges. Madla grant afia to all. From me, Amara, Chef Sakya, and my engineer, Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.